Hello everyone, my name is Cami Mondo and I'm the Editor-in-Chief of The Forum. This is Behind the Ballot, a political podcast keeping an eye on the 2020 election in Utah and beyond. Today we're giving you special coverage of the vice presidential debate from last night at the University of Utah. I was actually there live covering the event from a media staging center along with the Forum video and podcast director Marina McTee. We'll be hearing from Marina here in just a bit to give her reactions. But first, let's jump into the highlights. Honestly, there wasn't much new information voters learned last night from the debate, and if you weren't sure who you were voting for, you may just be more confused. It was a more civil debate than what we saw last week from the presidential debate. Moderator Susan Page laid out some ground rules at the beginning, emphasizing that each candidate gets two minutes to speak uninterrupted. Emphasis on the uninterrupted part. But that didn't exactly pan out the way she wanted. We have a chance I, I really to have talk to about to that. I, I, Look, can, your campaigns um, agreed to the rules for tonight's I, debate with I, the Commission on President Debates. I'm here to enforce them. Her message to Mike Pence was reminiscent of the message that President Trump got the week before. The night was also a night that left many questions unanswered, but we'll get to that later. Also hitting the national headlines was something unexpected. During the debate, a fly landed on Mike Pence's head where it stayed for two minutes. Yeah, this hit Twitter within seconds with memes quickly following behind. It also hit national headlines and Biden's campaign quickly used it against him. The debate also had some COVID-19 changes that were different from last week. After President Trump tested positive for the coronavirus last Friday, the two VP candidates were set 12 feet apart from each other with plexiglass blocking each of them. Trump's COVID case also brought in a question from the moderator. Do voters have the right to a president's health information? This comes after the White House didn't break the news of Trump's diagnosis. A reporter did. The White House has also received criticism over the weekend because of vague and often contradictory statements on the president's condition. But Pence overlooked that and said they were being transparent. And the transparency that they practiced all along the way will continue. The American people have a right to know about the health and well-being of their president and will continue to do that. Harris also answered the question saying everything should be transparent, including health records and tax returns. Harris was also under the limelight last night as Pence tried to point out inconsistencies between her stances and her running mate Joe Biden's, namely on the Green New Deal, which Biden indicated he didn't support last week, and on fracking. But Harris said she would set the record straight. That Joe Biden will not ban fracking. That is a fact. That is a fact. I will repeat that Joe Biden has been very clear that he thinks about growing jobs, which is why he will not increase taxes for anyone who makes less than $400,000 a year. Alrighty, moving on. I spoke with Marina McTee the next morning on Thursday to get her reactions to the debate. Here's that conversation. Good morning. It's the next day. It's been a couple hours. What was your general reaction to the entire thing? That it was a really cool experience and opportunity. It definitely was intense um, in multiple ways. Um, it was intense in the sense that like, you know, this was something that we had never done before. Um, and so that entirely new experience was kind of daunting. Um, but then it was also just intense in that we went and ran through the crowd of supporters outside. And while I didn't get the feeling that anything was going to 
become scary or violent. It still was a very intense air out there. From what I personally could see, there were more Biden and Harris supporters than Trump supporters. Um, but that's just from the crowd that we personally saw on one street. Um, but yeah, so I guess that was sort of my overall reaction. Um, it was intense, but it was a really cool experience to go and cover. I can agree with that. The debate itself, too, was less chaotic, but it was like, yeah. but like more passive aggressive in a way. Because it was like, there's still a lot of tension, but it was like, we won't yell at each other, but it's very interesting to see that. What would yeah. you say was the most memorable moment for you at the debate? Either like debate content or just the experience as a whole? I think probably the most memorable moment is the one that's blowing up on Twitter and everywhere right now is the fly. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> it's just such a beautiful moment of, <laughs> oh, this is, nobody's going to remember anything that happened in the debate. This is going to be the only thing because we know how the internet works. We grew up on it. And just to be able to see a moment like that happen in real time, to know that it's just going to totally derail any sort of substance that happened in the debate was just a really funny moment to have happen. As far as content-wise for the debate, I think maybe the most memorable moment for me was the um, question about transparency surrounding a president's health. Yeah, that was something that I didn't know was regular. And in my mind, I just kept thinking back to um, FDR, Franklin Roosevelt, and his health during World War II, and that he essentially had polio his entire life and kept it a secret, which is an incredible feat for as long as he was president, because he was president before term limits. But yeah, that was something that I didn't realize that I didn't know. <laughs> So what are some questions that you still want to answer? Because there were several questions in the debate that both candidates actually just never answered straight up. So were there any that stuck out to you that you want to see answered? No matter what happens, they will both be vice presidents to the oldest presidents in history. And so the question was, have they discussed what will happen if the president ends up having health concerns or health issues that prevent them from performing their duties. Pence pretty much just totally refused to answer the question and just went back to the previous question. And so that's definitely one that I would like to see answered. And I feel like um, Harris didn't totally answer it either in the sense of like neither of them said, yes, we have discussed this. Yeah. But it was like the biggest issues I feel like weren't really discussed because they either avoided the question or Pence be like great question but instead I'm gonna go back to this other question you just asked 15 minutes ago. One question that I think um, should be brought up that didn't really have anything to do with COVID or anything else surrounding that issue was that they did discuss um, the death of Breonna Taylor. In the case of Breonna Taylor was justice done? Kamala Harris said she doesn't think that justice was done. Um, 
and that while she doesn't necessarily condone violence, she was out there fighting for and marching for equality and things like that. And people around our country of every race, of every age, of every gender, perfect strangers to each other, marched shoulder to shoulder, arm in arm, fighting for us to finally achieve that ideal of equal justice under law. Pence sort of said an opposite thing. Yeah, he didn't give a straight answer for this question. He said, he's like, you know, it was terrible with what happened, but he said that he believes in the justice system or in the police officers, which was an interesting thing to say, in my opinion. Uh, I don't know, it was like very interesting to say that he still believed in the system when the system, in this case, I think clearly failed. Yeah. Thanks, Serena, for joining me at eight in the morning to uh, talk about the debate the next day for your reactions and such. Absolutely. It was an interesting time. Thank you all for listening to this week's segment of Behind the Ballot, A Hot Minute. This was a special election coverage as it was the vice presidential debate that we actually got to go to live. If you missed our live coverage, make sure to check out our Twitter account at WC Forum Media and get all the highlights from our website, wcforummedia.com. We'll see you next time to break down the fourth congressional debate on Tuesday, October 14th. Until then, stay informed and make sure to get out and vote.